Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message on the subject of the man Christ Jesus. Jesus said in John chapter 12 that if he is lifted up, he will draw all men to himself. Today's message seeks to draw our attention to the most important man in time and eternity, the man Christ Jesus. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. All right, I'd like for you to take your Bible and go to 1 Timothy chapter 2. 1 Timothy chapter 2. Uh, this comes from a preface to a book called Christ is Seen in the Offerings and has a lot to do with what we're going to talk about this morning. The better we know God's thoughts about Christ, the better we know God's thoughts about us who are in Christ. According to 1 John chapter 4, as he is, so are we in this world. There is not a single grace, not a single beauty, not a single perfection of the Lord Jesus that we see brought out in the Gospels respecting which we as believers may not say, that is mine. Do you ask how this can be? I reply, is not Christ your life? When Christ who is our life shall appear, Colossians chapter 3 verse 4. Do you want to see what your life is in its perfection? You must not look at yourself or your fellow Christians. You must look at Christ here. For the life was manifested. 1 John 1 verse 2. What life? The eternal life. That is the life you and I possess as believers. You must not look at me to find it out because very often a great deal that is not the life of Christ comes out. Isn't that true? Very often the sin, the Adam nature, shows itself. No, if you wish to see the eternal life that I possess perfectly manifested, you must look at the Lord Jesus Christ. The old-timers used to say, preach Christ. Preach Christ. It was just an expression they use all the time. Preach Christ. You know, sometimes we can get so wrapped up in other things, the main thing ceases to be the main thing. And for us this morning, if it's not all about Jesus Christ, then what is it about? What's this building here for? What's this pulpit here for? Why are we here this morning? Why would I give the last 35 years of my life to preach a book. Paul calls it the foolishness of preaching because if it's not true, if it's not about Christ, then what are we doing this morning? But in the end, folks, it is about him. Amen. It is about him. And I have assigned, I've been assigned with Mission Impossible this morning. I, I want to try to lift up Christ. I want to try to lift up Christ. I, I call that mission impossible. It's, it's like trying to preach heaven and do it some justice in all of its beauty and glory. It's like trying to preach hell and do it with the amount of compassion we can have and paint the proper picture. I always feel like I came up short. And anytime I go to preach Christ, I always feel like I've come up short. But if I can lift him up just a little Amen. in your minds... If I can uh, draw your attention to him just a little bit more, and when you walk out of this place this morning, you're just paying that much more attention to him and noticing him that much more, 
then I'll, I'll feel like we've accomplished something this morning. Father, we look to you now in this few moments that we have. We thank you, Lord, for the good songs we can sing and the fellowship we could have together, the, the wonderful special music we heard. And uh, Lord, be able to laugh together a little bit and just spend some time in fellowship with one another. But in the end, Lord, we, we would see Jesus as certain people said to the disciples, Nathaniel, sirs, we would see Jesus. And Lord, again, I, I realize that uh, I'm completely incapable of doing that in my own power, but we do have a book here this morning, and we pray the Spirit of God would reveal Christ to us in a way that we've never seen Him before, and that we might walk out of this place more aware of Him not just around us, but in us and working through us. And we pray all these things in Christ's matchless name. Amen. 1 Timothy chapter 2. 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 5. This is one of those verses that I think every Christian should have marked in his Bible somehow. Put an asterisk next to it, underline it, whatever you want to do. Incidentally, I, uh, there's nothing sacrosanct about marking up your Bible uh, use what you will, a pencil, a pen. Uh, this is a verse, verse 5, for there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. I want to talk to you this morning about the man, Christ Jesus. Anytime you see the, the uh, designation of Christ as the Son of Man, which you see often in the book of Luke. It's a reference to him being the mediator, uh, the go-between. Uh, Job said in Job chapter 9, Oh, that there were a daysman betwixt us, he said to his friends. One who could take God in one hand and myself in another and bring us together. And that's what a mediator is. A mediator is that daysman that Job asked for. And Christ is that mediator. There's one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. The Bible tells us in 1 Timothy chapter 3, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. Christ is the God-man. And he identifies with man and he identifies with God because he is both. Now, as a man and as a historical figure, he, he's undeniable even to those who would deny him. Our very calendars are based on him. The Bible and history alike testify of Christ, the man Christ Jesus. Ralph Waldo Emerson, who was himself an unbeliever, an agnostic, a professing agnostic, said, quote, the name of Jesus is not so much written as it is plowed into the history of the world, and men never tire of reading about him. Amen. Josephus, the famed Jewish historian, lived from 37 to 95 AD. He talks about the death and resurrection of Christ as a fact. In volume two, book eight, chapter three, page three of his Jewish antiquities, he wrote this, and I quote, Now there was about this time Jesus, a wise man, if it be lawful to call him a man. For he was a doer of wonderful works, a teacher of such men 
as received the truth with pleasure. He drew over to him both many of the Jews and many of the Gentiles. He was Christ. And when Pilate, at the suggestion of the principal men among us, had condemned him to the cross, those that loved him at the first did not forsake him, for he appeared to them alive again the third day, as the divine prophets had foretold these and 10,000 other wonderful things concerning him. And the tribe of Christians so named from him are not extinct at this day. The man Christ Jesus. I want to talk to you this morning about the man Christ Jesus. Some have missed his deity, lost in the uniqueness of his manhood, but as we acknowledge his deity, let's not forget his manhood. In the fall of 1775, the manager of Baltimore's largest hotel refused lodging to a man dressed like a common farmer because he thought this fellow's lowly appearance would discredit his inn. So the man left and took a room elsewhere. Later, the innkeeper discovered he had turned away none other than the vice president of the United States, Thomas Jefferson. Immediately, he sent a note to the famed patriot asking him to return and to be his guest. Jefferson replied by instructing his messenger as follows, quote, tell him I have already engaged a room. I value his good intentions highly. But if he has no place for a dirty American farmer, then he has none for the vice president of the United States. I want to talk to you this morning about the man, Christ Jesus, because the uniqueness of his manhood doesn't do anything to deny his deity. It simply confirms it. I want to preface all of my remarks with no man ever. No man ever. Let's take our Bibles and go to John chapter 7. John chapter 7 to start with. The man Christ Jesus, John chapter 7. And I want to call your attention to a story toward the end of the chapter where the Jewish Sanhedrin have sent the temple police to go apprehend Christ. And in going to apprehend Christ, they fall under the spell of his teaching. And basically what happens is they come back and they forgot their whole mission. And if you take a look at verse, verse 44, and some of them would have taken him, but no man laid hands on him. Then came the officers, verse 45, to the chief priests and Pharisees, and they said unto them, Why have you not brought him? The officer said, Never man spake like this man. Never man spake like this man. He spoke with authority. You think of some of the things he said. No ordinary religious leader would dare to say them. How about this one? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message on The Man Christ Jesus. Fully God and fully man, Jesus Christ lived a sinless life and shed His blood on the cross to pay the price for the sins of every man, woman, and child, then was buried and rose again with victory over death itself. Pastor DeMichael reminded us today that while life presents many questions, ultimately the answers are found as we focus on Jesus Christ. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. 
Our address is Treasures of Truth, Care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching. Thank you.